What's up, everyone? I'm Katherine Rudder, and you're listening to Life in the Fast Chain. Or you are watching, we have CEO and founder of R3, David Rudder, here. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Catherine. I'm thrilled to be back on for my second episode. Yeah, I mean, not many people come back. I'm just saying. I don't know. Todd seems to be on a lot, but... Yeah, but Todd, Todd, he just kind of forces himself in. Okay, good stuff. How are you doing? And actually, to be fair, Todd actually listens to the podcast. And so he'll hold it against me if if I don't have him on. And now that I know he's going to listen to this, I'm going to be in trouble. So love you, Todd. All right. Um, how have you been uh, holding up, working from home? Uh, okay, I'm getting better at it. I've had plenty of practice. Uh, as I, as you know, Catherine, I, I put out uh, David's or whatever they're called, where I you know, put out a uh, video to the whole company, and I definitely uh, was struggling at first yeah. getting used to the new environment. Uh, but as you know, we we've kind of helped try to help everyone get set and I'm no different. And so I ended up getting a stand up desk and a nice screen. Uh, so that really helped me, uh, helped me quite a bit. And then I had to build some discipline around, you know, when I got started and when I stopped, because that, as you know, things that are three are all consuming, uh, and you could easily work all day long and half the night and still not get through your workload. So we've had to put some disciplines in place. Um, but we're, we're, we're getting there. I'm really eager to get back. I miss the social interaction uh, and I miss everybody. So our three people, I hope to see you very soon. Me too. I think, well, you're a, a big presence, obviously, in the office. I think it's really, you appreciate it so much more when you actually are not allowed to be there. Yeah, I guess. But I, I, I know I'm a weird character and I... I tease, but we all know it's the truth about how excited I get every Monday morning because I can go to work and I know that's not necessarily the norm, but there hasn't been one day that I have walked into the London office without looking at the R3 name on that beautiful wall and walking through that beautiful marble uh, lobby and up to our incredible offices. So uh, I miss that a lot. And I have to admit something, although maybe I shouldn't. It was about two weeks ago at around 6 p.m. at night. I snuck into the office and I was there all by myself. Uh, but, uh, and it just, it made me even sadder. I'm not sure why I did it. But uh, anyway, uh, there's far more important things going on in the world than that. But I do really miss, miss that environment. And, uh, and it's, it's tough to get, you know, the same level of productivity. Uh, when you can't just reach out to somebody and have a, a quick 30 second chat to give your view on something. So it hasn't really been about managing my, my normal daily schedule. It's managing all those little, little interactions uh, during the day, which are, are small and short, but really important. Uh, and that's, that part has been a bit of a challenge, but look, everybody's struggling with that. I'm not unique in that regard. Yeah, I agree. I think I definitely took for granted my I, turning my chair around and asking a question or screaming down the yeah, exactly. <laughs> office. 
<laughs> but, um, I'm with all the stupid, silly stuff that you laugh about during the day. You know what I mean? I can I I try to entertain myself. And, you know, we're on video all day long, which kind of gets me a little bit crazy. But uh, but they're fun. Um, and one of the things I just want to say about that was is that I'm extremely proud of the company and all the things we have going on to kind of keep that connectivity, connectiveness. Catherine, how do you say that? Um, between all of our employee, employees, you know, all the virtual stuff that's going on with the bar threes. And uh, yeah. and uh, yesterday in the London bar three, they were playing uh, Two Truths and a Lie, which, of course, I had never played before, but it was really, really fun. And, uh, and there's virtual coffees and all the different Slack channels that have been set up to yeah. keep people in touch. And I think it's even more important for uh, for our new employees yeah. That, uh, that they have a connection that way. Yeah. I was talking to, um, uh, for, uh, Ivar for venture development, his team, I think they hired, uh, at our three, there are three new hires that started during the quarantine. So, um, it was shout out to his team because they reached out to me and they were like, Hey, we just want to chat. And I got on a video call with them and I was talking to them about how, uh, it was, joining the company in this time and we're hiring like crazy. So we have a lot of new joiners during this time, but I think the company has done a really good job at keeping everyone connected, even though we're all far apart. Yeah. I've been, I've been really uh, proud of everyone. And I'm sure there's a lot of people in the company that are hoping this permanently changes my view on the work from home. Uh, Don't hold out your hope uh, too much, but, um, I have been pleasantly surprised by yeah. how productive things have been and how people have adapted uh, to this new environment. So I'm I'm grateful. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, I would say I definitely have a new appreciation for um, working from home. And your days are just a little weird, though. I find like I normally and when I'm in the office, I, I don't really take breaks throughout the day. But if I'm, my days are... Uh, elongated now I'll take my dog out for a walk or I'll do a random workout class during the middle of the day because I know I have extended hours so it's kind of interesting I kind of like it one of the things I had to do though is have like an end you know pick whatever 7 30 it's gonna be I'm gonna you know shut the laptop at least enjoy dinner and yeah something you know you need that discipline I think you do also I think for for you guys because we're continuing to work in the U.S. and in London obviously um, you guys stop working when we are continuing. I have the opposite of, I have a specific start time <laughs> that I won't, cause I could, I mean, when I'm normally my afternoons are just catching up on the stuff that I actually need to do myself, not like responding to the London people. So I have a start time that I. Yeah. Work, working out of London, uh, the days can be quite long cause you have Asia in the morning and then uh-huh. once New York comes in, but like for me, once New York comes in the from noon on, because, you you know, we have a lot of 7 a.m. conference calls for those poor folks in New York because we're including Asia in those. Yeah. And, uh, you know, once that kicks off from that, and, you know, like I said, from there until about 7, 7.30, it's absolutely bonkers. But Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I'm thrilled that we're in this position, that we have so much so- going on. It's something that I want to mention on all of the minisodes and just in general, we are all so fortunate that we're able to work from home. Um, And I think 
it needs to be said because this is such a serious, obviously, um, pandemic and situation. So we're so lucky that we're able to maintain our jobs. We are hiring. Um, also, not to really hype up um, R3, but, but we did also get- Please feel free to hype up R3 as much as you want. Sorry, <laughs> what were you going to say? As, as I interview the CEO of the company, um, but we did get uh, from from the company $300 to, um, I hope that's okay that I just put the number out there, but we got an allowance um, to buy things to help making work from home um, easier and more efficient. And uh, we are so fortunate. And I think that's just something that not not a lot of people are able to experience during this time. So I appreciate the fact that I have a job and we all have jobs still, um, but also we can be comfortable um, working from home as well. So. And if you get in trouble from anyone for saying that number, I I forgive you. It's perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> we're glad, we're glad to help. And you know, one of the nice things is I get so many, I get so many nice little emails. Uh, it is the time to reflect and um, be grateful for what we have. And I, I, I want to thank everyone that sent me a little note about, whether it is that stipend that we gave for, you know, home office uh, setup yeah. or how we onboard the folks or, you know, some of the other things, which, you know, it's not me, it's, it's the team that are doing it all related to uh, making them feel involved and, and part of a, something that's bigger is really nice. Yeah. Uh, but, but it is, it is you and, and the Exco for even, I wouldn't have even thought of that to be honest. And now I have, um, I was a little late on ordering things, but I have a monitor on the way. Um, and I just had a crazy quarantine situation with computers breaking and this and that. So, so my quarantine has been crazy, but it has been, it's very nice to know that, that the company kind of has our backs and, um, that's actually kind of, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but why wouldn't I, you were recently, uh, shortlisted for markets, media, uh, choice markets, choice awards, uh, for the CEO of the year. So anyone who's listening or watching, um, vote only if you're voting for David. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> I'll put the link to that in the bio of this episode. Um, but you have recently, you published, uh, a piece on fintech futures. Trump's COVID-19 stimulus plan needs to swap checks for digital dollars. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause I actually really, I like the, uh, the graphic that was used of Trump's face. Um, in that. Well, hopefully you like some of the content too. I think, I think the <laughs> that's okay, thing, but I like the picture of the mouth. <laughs> so, so for those that know me, I've been in the financial markets, uh, for, for a very long time, you know, this, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, enterprise software firm is, is kind of new for me and I'm I'm really excited to be in this space but I've been through a lot of different uh, you know crises over the years and I'm very familiar with fiscal and monetary policy tools and when it comes to uh, a direct stimulus stimulus program as in you know give people money uh, it, it doesn't do any good to give them money if your goal is to actually have them spend it. So it doesn't take much to take the leap from, okay, I'm going to give you cash, Catherine, to I'm going to give you programmable money. And, and by the way, this on the programmable money, even for like welfare and all, it's been something that I've thought about for, for many years. And I'm not unique. A lot of people have the ability to give a type of money that can only be spent for a specific number of reasons. And some worry about that state control or whatever. But like in this 
particular uh, narrow use case, you want to give uh, checks to individuals to get the economy moving again. Yeah. So if you think of programmable money that expires if you don't spend it, yeah. you know, because if you just stick it in your checking account or in savings account, it's not really doing anything for the economy at all. That's an extremely good use case. It's not just about the programmable nature. And like I said, you can think about how you can use it, you know, for welfare or to direct other benefits so that spending can be just for school or school books or food and not alcohol, you know, so, so it's easy to kind of run with that. Uh, but the other part of this is speed is everything, yeah. uh, you know, especially because this is a, this is a unique uh, crisis other um, crises, especially financial ones, the cause is often not known for some period of time. This cause is very well known. What we don't know is the impact. And is it a V-shaped recovery, U-shaped recovery, an L-shaped recovery? But economic stimulus is one of the one of the important variables is time. So what I wanted to strike in that piece was the balance of time is everything. The idea of having checks cut. First off, is an American thing. I've lived in Europe for three and a half years now. I haven't had a checkbook or written a check for so long. It just doesn't happen in, in here at all anymore. And I doubt, Catherine, you've actually written a check for a long time. So the idea of paper checks going through the U.S. Postal Service and showing up and hoping the right person gets it and hoping that person actually cashes it and then hoping that person actually spends it is... Uh, obviously not ideal. So what I try to do in that post was just say, what if? The, the thing about the what if is that I believe that in five years, that's just people can look back at that and say it's a no brainer. And then of course, uh, you know, the Fed and others are gonna have a whole new set of tools for direct stimulus if they're interested in expanding money supply and the like. And, and, and rightfully, uh, the big central banks, as you know, Catherine Hartree has been working with central banks for four years, and we've been involved in so many projects. And we actually have an interesting thought piece that I was just talking about today that's coming out in the next month or so. Uh, they're rightfully taking their time, and to examine central bank digital currencies for retail use is much more complex than using it for business-to-business -business payments and other institutional use cases. Um, but... Uh, I think the time has come. Things are going to change. For those that haven't read about what China is doing with their, you know, digital currency um, ambitions, you should. And I think we're going to see a lot of changes on that front. So, um, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed writing that piece and. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, there's a hopefully lot. It was slightly thought provoking for no, people. No, it definitely was. There's a lot there. So I think um, what one of the many points that like stood out to me is also thinking about how many people would be getting those checks and writing all of those checks to millions and millions of people. And just like, it's almost like you're, you're writing all these checks that, and maybe half of them can go up in flames, but like, you don't know. <laughs> so just examine the carbon and the carbon footprint and the impact on how many trees that you have to burn as opposed to just, you know, sending uh, uh, a hash code to, to, someone's wallet and I know and then also making sure that they're using the the money for things that are actually like yeah you're right like not alcohol or things that that they would be uh kind of wasting the money that the government's giving you if, if you even happen to get it um 
Yeah, but but the things are so bad now. Even spending money on alcohol is still a little yeah, better. Yeah, maybe that would get your ability to be productive the next next day uh, is you know can be questionable under certain circumstances. But yes, that's fair. Also, it is kind of funny. They're like all essential businesses are closed, and the liquor stores down here are like we are open for business. That's probably more essential than ever before in some ways. <laughs> I think so for some people. It's very funny. Going back to the bar three and happy hours. I've had a lot of coworker happy hours. Also, it's like on a Monday, why not? Um, which has been very funny. But um, also on central banks um, and CBDCs, I think right now is like a pivotal moment um, for central banks. I know we've been working with central banks, obviously, as you said, for quite some time. Um, but I also happened to publish uh, an episode with uh, Dirk Bowman and Cedric Lombert from your yeah, I remember that one. bank. I happened to publish that when like it was really hyped up. There was, it was like two weeks of a lot of news about central banks and I just like snuck in there, which is great. You have um, senior guys there. They know what they're talking about. That was uh, a good they're wonderful. I really wanted to get them in person, but um, I mean, now everything's digital. So I guess we were uh, ahead of our time, but um but yeah, the central banks getting involved, I think right now, especially because of coronavirus and having to anyone who is kind of thinking more traditionally and not wanting to go down the digital route has to kind of, you're being forced to, to think about these things, which I think is um, important. So I think it was a very thought provoking um, piece. And it's one of those things where I, and this happens with some of the apps that are being built, I think about like, of course, like, of course, this makes sense. Why are we not pushing for this, like, all steam uh, ahead? And I think in five years or 10 years, we'll look back and kind of like mm-hmm. the way that we look back at, like, paying for things. Like, the way you get into taxis now, you just tap your little phone and pay for things. <laughs> um, but, yes, it was a very thought-provoking piece. I will link to that in the um bio of this episode. Um, So are there anything, and I'll wrap this up because I know your time is very valuable. Is there anything that you've picked up while working from home, like any fun things or different things that you uh, weren't doing beforehand? Or like, have you like read some books that you wanted to read or um, anything like that? So you're you're kind of pointing out how pathetic I am. As you know, it's kind of like R3 first, second, and third. Uh, I have a I have a goal, and I'm worried that if I lay it out there, you might hold it to me, uh, hold me to it. Sorry, and and that is uh, I, I want to start learning a little more conversational French because oh you know where I like to vacation and yeah seem to be you know French native speaker, so that's on my list. If you could get the 300 and some employees at R3 has stopped sending me emails and, and the other things I'll carve out, you know, 15 minutes or half an hour a day. I will tell you something that I'm, I'm probably watching four to five hours of TV a, a week now, which is oh. something that I haven't done before. And I've seen, seen some interesting series. So I'm really enjoying that. That and, is interesting. Um, You're not I'm a TV watcher. I feel a little better. I miss, I miss, I miss the gym though terribly. Yeah. What I would do a very smelly gym with a bunch of free weights. Uh, yeah. Moment, but we'll get back there. Yeah, I'm sure you're doing like body weight exercises and keeping yourself sane somehow. Yeah, to some extent. 
But anyways, that's that's my goal. My other goal is to get caught up in this amazing podcast called Life in the Fast Chain. I've heard this before. That song, same song and dance. Wait, actually, I do want to talk about the conversational French thing for uh, for a second because one, I think that's really awesome. Two, are you do? How are you? um, How are you doing? So, are you just like? talking to people who like are we calling up fred dalabar like, hey, actually fred and i used to, used to speak almost every day but i'm so shattered uh these days with all of the bloody uh uh video conferences i haven't been speaking to him as much lately but there is a uh i'm just trying to find out there's this program called duolingo french that's what i was gonna ask you i'm doing duolingo for italian <laughs> Oh really? Okay. Why don't we both do French together? Okay, I'll I'll if, add if it's good, I'll give it a try. Huh? So, if it's good, I will give it a try. So. so I so I've been doing I wanna do Italian, but then I've and I have a few Italian friends and now I just sound like an uh, I sound very funny because the way that they do it, they slowly introduce different things to you and it's really helpful. I honestly I try to do Duolingo for Spanish, but I'm almost fluent so it's like not helpful because I'm learning things that I already know but for a language that you don't know at all like Italian I know a little bit but so now I'm like il ragazzo mangia la mela which means the boy eats the apple (laughs) oh I thought it was gonna have more mozzarella on my pizza but hey (laughs) hey Catherine I don't know if we were, I know we have to end and, and I'm, I, this has been fun and I didn't know, I thought your podcast were more about business, but anyway, it's been really fun. I'm just teasing. But listen, one, one thing I do, I do want to just throw a message out there. You know, we have so many, we work with so many exciting companies in our ecosystem and, mm-hmm. you know, R3 is so blessed given our capital structure and the like uh, that we're really trying to through Evar and Jed and others really trying to support those guys uh, any way we can. And I just wanted to send a message out to everyone in our ecosystem. Thank you very much for believing in Corda, for believing in R3 and, and for supporting us in the past. And we're going to do what we can given how difficult the circumstances are to support you guys. So I just wanted to thank them, let them know that, you know, my heart goes out to them. I've done startups before and, and the like. And look, there's a lot of our big partners that are have their own challenges as well, but they have the you know the balance sheet and, and the like to kind of weather just about any storm. Um, so for all those industrious entrepreneurs that are that are betting on our future, thank you very much. And uh, we'll be here for you as much as we can. Certainly. I also have Ivar coming on the podcast uh, shortly to talk about um, how we're supporting startups in our community as well, because, yeah, it's, it's very important. So it's good. Yeah, talking to Ivar a lot about about what we can do. Um, yeah. So anyway, that'll be a good podcast. Thank you very much for taking your time. And, thank, you for, uh, <laughs> thank you for taking your time. <laughs> I mean, you're probably a little busier than I am, but uh, but yeah. The digital world, everyone's very busy. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you stay healthy and uh, sane. In, uh, Thank you, Catherine. Yeah, yeah. bye. Bye-bye.